welcome back to another episode of Life with Hula. Hi, my name is Hula and this is my podcast. Originally, it started off about me talking about my life. I talked about my weight loss journey, talked about my family, but it's kind of evolved from that and it's become more of a podcast talking about what's happening in the country, what's happening in the world, what's happening in the city of San Diego, just trying to relate more to all of you. So if you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in, especially if you're an iTunes listener or a Spotify listener or even through Stitcher or any other podcast service, thank you so much. Make sure you click subscribe so you can see what happens on a daily basis. And uh, thanks for tuning in. For those of you that have listened since day one, my Elite 12 members, thank you for sticking around with me as well. Now, on Sundays, I like to stop talking about myself, and I always invite a guest onto my podcast. So today is Life of a Fitness Trainer. Um, This person that I brought on the show has been in the fitness industry for over 20 years. She's uh, an amazing, strong woman, and the funny thing is she is related to me. She is my sister-in-law. Please welcome Mrs. Tina Ramos. How are you doing, Tina? Hi, Lula. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So first and foremost... Let's share with everybody your bio, your life history. Start with uh, where you were born and, and all that stuff. Okay, well, I was born in Okinawa, Japan. My father was in the military. He was in the Navy. And then we moved to San Diego when I was about four years old. And I have lived in San Diego ever since I was four years old. And so that's been quite a while now. <laughs> <laughs> and I followed through with my education. I actually have a bachelor's degree in foods and nutrition. Okay. And I also have a master's degree in business administration with an emphasis in global management. Oh, fantastic. So, <laughs> I've worked in the pharmaceutical industry for a good five years, and I've worked in various pharmaceutical companies and biotech companies. And then I also have a little bit of sales background. I've worked in the dental industry oh, wow. as well as outside sales. And throughout that time, although I was working full-time and earning my education at the same time, I also had a passion for health and fitness. Okay. And throughout that time, I was actually teaching as a group fitness instructor. Regardless of my work schedule, I would always find a way to make time to fit in some type of physical activity, whether it be teaching my group classes or trying to work on my own personal health. Was it while you were going to college that you all of a sudden had this passion for fitness? Did it happen early on in your life? Like, What was that switch that made you go, okay, I really am interested in fitness? I remember growing up, I did experience some type of words that really affected me throughout my life. And it was, it was words that were involved with my either my appearance, my health. And it was just comments that, that got to me like, oh, you, you look overweight or mm. oh, you need to reduce, you need to cut back on your eating. And, and I remember this and it, really happened when I made a trip back home to to the Philippines mm-hmm. and 
I just heard a lot of those types of comments. And what I think really affected me was the fact that some of those comments just made me feel sad. It made me feel kind of depressed because it kind of lowered my self-esteem. Mm. And I just, I didn't really feel happy. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin, especially I was younger. I, I was still learning and still growing. And I, I honestly didn't really like how it made me feel. I would literally, I remember I literally would try on clothes and just be sad because none of the clothes that I tried on would fit. Mm. And I would just end up feeling bad. And I, I remember even in high school, I would wear black all the time because I felt like it was more of a, a had more of a slimming effect. And it made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Even though it was 90 degrees outside, I would still be wearing a sweater, a turtleneck, pants, and just everything while everyone was wearing shorts and tank tops. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to you on that, um, especially people who grew up uh, with a big family, uh, the, the culture. Um, you know, the mindset of a lot of different people's culture is very um, like how you look, um, you know, and and as much as they're trying to be nice, what they think they're trying to be nice, those words are really, really tough. Um, and especially while you're growing up, because I went through that too. And still today, you know, I'm always compared to my siblings. Um, my bo- Both of my brothers are, as you know, are over like five foot nine, five foot 10, 11. And I'm the shortest one. And I'm the more chubbier one where my brothers are slimmer and more th- athletic looking. So family members always make comments and it just tears you down. But you use that power and that strength instead of being like, oh, poor me, I'm going to eat all I can. You actually turned it around and got fit, right? That was one of the main drivers. I remember my older sister, she was actually one of my inspirations. She still is. And she was already into health and fitness. And so I remember one day she just took me to the gym. She took me with her and gave me a two-week pass. And I still remember feeling a little nervous because there's a lot of things that I didn't know back then about how to use equipment or the classes that were going on. I didn't know any of the moves. And so I was just kind of feeling nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, the, the main thing I was thinking about is, oh, no, I hope people aren't watching me. What if I mess <laughs> up or what if I don't know the moves? Uh-huh. I'm going to out of place so that that's what i was thinking about but my sister just reassured me and said nobody's paying attention they're busy doing their own thing just come with me and for that two weeks i went with her uh-huh and i still remember the first day I, I i took a class it was a step class i didn't know the lingo so i was still kind of following just watching everyone and then i started to get the moves down and each day that i would come i would remember oh i remember that And after that two weeks, I had the option to sign up for a membership. Ah, of course. And that's when it all happened. I decided I wanted to continue because I started to see some results. I remember accidentally looking in the mirror as I was walking by and I noticed that there was a change. I saw a difference. I was like, oh, like I looked different. (laughs) I noticed that I had lost some weight. And so that was kind of motivating for me. And I remember taking a cardio kickboxing. That was new back then. So that came out. And I felt like when I took that class, that was my element. I felt powerful. I felt strong. 
I felt good. I felt energized. I just had so much energy in me that I gave it my all with every single class. I remember so that. it was the cardio kickboxing that was like, whoa, I'm now strong. I'm now woman. Like, boom. It was that. Yes. Wow. That's cool. That's so cool. I just love that martial arts viewing <laughs> and that. I just felt powerful. I felt strong inside and out. And at the end of one of the workouts, the trainer that was teaching, uh-huh. I don't know if I'm allowed to say names. No, but it's cool. He actually came up to me after the workout and it talked to me. She said, I saw you back there. She <laughs> said, did you ever think about teaching? And I told her, I said, actually, you know what I have? Because I, I saw her teaching and I thought, wow, that's that's pretty cool. I want to do that one day. Uh-huh. Like I, I saw how many people were were just having fun, getting fit and healthy at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's something I would like to do one day. And she kind of took me under her wing. She kind of showed me the ropes of what I needed to do. I got my certification. I auditioned. And next thing you know... They were opening up a new facility for a major franchise gym that I was going to possibly be working at. And I was given that opportunity to to have a weekend class. And from then on, I I started teaching that one class and then it multiplied to multiple classes per week. So wait, let's let's rewind because you had originally asked me if we can um, say the girl's name. Let's shout her out. She kind of changed your life because there are trainers that do group fitness classes that, I mean, no offense, that are not nice. And so you go to them and you're like, I'm not coming back to this class. But this particular woman... Like, was super cool, right? Like, what's her name? What's her first name? Rebecca. Rebecca. So shout out to Rebecca. And that's what I love because there are different trainers. And majority of the trainers that I've experienced have been very, like, when I say trainers, I mean group fitness class trainers, um, have been very um, motivating and also um, they, they worked you hard, but they had fun. And that was the biggest thing is to have fun. That kind of lit the fire and So you had been working, like I had said at the beginning of this podcast, over 20 years um, in fitness. Can you name all the different types of classes that you've taught? So I did the cardio kickboxing for about nine years. I've done step classes, okay, strength classes with weights, a lot of circuit training, boot camps, the high intensity, and ab classes, core classes. Remember the, I don't know if you remember the core boards where they kind of, you stand on it and it rocks. It's like oh, a, it's like a wobbly looking board. Yes. Helps to work your, your core, your abdominal area. So there's just a lot of different varieties. I've also taught bar classes. It's okay. great for flexibility and it's great for anyone that has any type of injuries. It's just recovering. It's low impact, but it's highly effective isolate a lot of muscles and it could just really trigger your body to do something differently and it's good to change it up with with that type of a workout with like a high intensity type of workout it's good to change it up too it's a good variety to add into your workout regimen also along with some of the the workouts that i've done i met my husband right <laughs> aka my brother <laughs> we decided to actually start our own outdoor boot camp business that's right i do remember that 
and you incorporated a lot of those different workouts and that's what I think people liked about it. A lot of the, the activities that we, we did were just a variety of different things and people that were there, they, they enjoyed it. They liked the variety. They liked the surprises, but there was a certain format, but they, they liked coming because of also the camaraderie that we were having with these outdoor boot camps. And that's a big thing too, I think, because when I started going, you don't realize you're like, oh, I'm going to go by myself and it's weird. And who cares? You meet people there and they become lifelong friends a lot of the times. So we're actually going to move on to something I wanted to bring up. And that's why I have you on the podcast is because a lot of us, unfortunately, you know, gyms closed down during the, the quarantine and a lot of us have lost our jobs, so we can't even afford going to the gym. Do you have any pieces of advice from you know you being a trainer uh, on how we can maintain and motivate ourselves during this crazy time we're living in and just to keep staying fit? First of all, I believe that if you have a desire, if you have a strong enough why and a reason to do something and it be to work out, then you will find a way to make time and make that a priority, regardless of how busy your life is. And I know everyone is busy. We all have our own busy lifestyles. Right. But, of course, our health is is, is also a priority because we need to be healthy to be able to, one, take care of ourselves so that we can also take care of our loved ones. Right. So finding the time to do that would be step number one. Okay. Make a plan. Make a plan. Perfect. Whether it be waking up extra early before your kids wake up so <laughs> you can get it done and get it out of the way before you have to start your next job, which is your career. And also being a parent is, is also, oh, it's, it's a wonderful blessing to have. Mm-hmm. And that can also take your time as well, but you want to be able to give that undivided attention to your young ones. So if you can focus on doing that before everything happens, that would be a success. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You have to plan your time. Now, for those people that also use the excuse, well, I don't have the money to go to a gym right now. You know, do you necessarily need to go to a gym to work out? You don't need a gym. Okay. You can do everything that you need to do to get your workout on. The human body was it was made to walk. It was made to run. It was made to jump. It was just made to move. So you can utilize anything in your house to be able to get a good workout. You could use a chair. You can use the five-gallon water jugs or a gallon water jug. You can use water bottles for for lighter weights. Oh, yeah, that's true. You have stairs at home. You can also utilize your stairs. That's a workout on its own. Oh, no, you're right. Stairs are definitely a workout. I mean, some people have porches, you know, that has three steps. Some people have, you know, a step ladder. I don't know if that's safe or not, but, um, you know, there's, there's ways people can, you know, utilize what's around their house to work out. So then my next question in regards to staying consistent, um, what is your advice about, you know, how often you should work out? Stick to a plan that you feel would be doable. Okay. Something that's not too overwhelming where you feel like, oh, I can't even do this. I can't, I don't have an hour five times a week. I can't do that. Like it's, it's a, it's a daunting thought to think about sometimes. Right. But if you can really just say to yourself, I have 15 minutes or I have 20 minutes. I think I could do this 
start off with three times a week. Okay, that's doable. It's doable. Try it out, but stick with it first. Trying to do, say, a high-intensity interval training workout in your 15 minutes would give you a great burn in the short amount of time that you have. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of stuff in five minutes. Thank you so much, Tina. That's all really great stuff. I guess bottom line, you just have to start. You know, no excuses. You can do stuff at home. You can, you know, just be consistent with it. And I guess I'm saying, you know, a lot of people have heard through my podcast of me losing my weight. And it's enough of me talking about it. Now I got to be about it. And so I guess this is where I need to be accountable. I'm going to start working out. Um, I'll give myself a week because I still am recovering from surgery. Um, so I'm going to give myself another week and then I'm going to just start, you know, doing more walking, doing more, uh, just Googling what's on Netflix or something to find, uh, some sort of workout routine and keep consistent with it. So yeah, no, I appreciate it. All right. So we're going to move on to what I call the lightning round. This is where I give you like this or that kind of questions and you just tell me, your opinion. You choose one. You don't have to, there's nothing wrong or right about the answers. Just it's all your opinion and, and what you think uh, is important to you. Okay. So are you ready for the lightning round, Tina? All right, let's do it. All right. Which do you prefer? Push-ups or sit-ups? Push-ups. Zumba or hip-hop dance classes? <laughs> Zumba. <laughs> Regular yoga or Bikram yoga? Bikram. Bikram. Okay. Personal training or group classes? Group training. Group training, okay. <laughs> Help more people. <laughs> Which is a better workout for you, hydro workout or Peloton? Peloton. By the way, so that's like the new hotness right now is everybody's going on Peloton and doing the whole Peloton bike thing. Like, and I know like cycling has been around. What are those classes called? Spin classes. They've been around forever. I've not been on a Peloton bike. Have you? Do you? Have you been on I, Peloton? I don't own one, but I... Do you know about it? Like, is it different from a spin class? Is it the same? It's, you get to have it at your own home, so you're able to have the convenience of being able to have, like, a live instructor teaching you. Oh, okay. So it's like having your own, like, robot instructor at your house. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard from people. I mean, not that I'm um, endorsed by Peloton. If Peloton wants to endorse me, if they hear this and they want to endorse me, cool, then I'll do it. But I'm just saying, okay. Smoothie or acai? Smoothie. Um, one hour workout or 30 minute workout? One hour. Chocolate protein shake or vanilla protein shake? Chocolate. And last but not least, burpees or mountain climbers? Burpees. I hate both of them. Those both, they both (laughs) suck. They both are the suckiest workouts ever. I can't stand when they go, okay, do a mountain climber. No, I don't want to climb any mountains. It's so horrible. Is there anything else, any advice that you want to give out to people that are seeking, that maybe want to, you know, do this, you know, to be a fitness trainer or to be in the fitness industry? Is there something that you can share with everybody, like something they should do or need to have or, you know, just one piece of advice? Small daily improvements to long-term lasting results because every single effort that you put in on a daily basis can really get you the results that you want. You may not realize how much effort that you're putting in every single day, but if you continue to do that daily, day in and day out, 
there's going to be that aha moment and that one moment where you realize all the effort that you put in has come to fruition and you're going to see those results. And when you get those results, it's really empowering. It's motivating one for yourself and to the people that you surround yourself with. And when you can do that and you lead by example, you can start helping other people because they can see what you're doing and whatever you're doing, it's working because you're making the time, you're making the effort and being able to not only help yourself, but help other people that you surround yourself with is a huge success in so many ways. And if you believe that you can do something, if you put your mind, your heart, and your soul into everything that you do, you can get results. And just keeping that faith, knowing that whatever it is you need to do to keep on going, just do it. Because your why just has to be that important to you to make things happen. And trust me, my why is now going to be about working out, about fitness. And so you've got me motivated. Tina, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast, Life with Hula. If you have any questions for Tina um, or want to know more about the industry, feel free to reach out to me um, by searching Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D. Um, on any social media platforms, probably Facebook would be your best bet to, to reach out to me. Um, it's again, Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D, and I'll be happy to get the messages to her. Um, we could do another podcast and bring her back on to answer those questions as well. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula, and I hope you have an amazing day. Take care. Bye.